Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries' More Than Conquerors program. This is your opportunity (laughs) to hear good news. Maybe you're surrounded by bad news today, but today we're going to share good news to help you out a little bit. Isn't that right? Well, I like good news. Yes, we do. The world's full of bad news. No, that's right. That's right. The Bible even uses that phrase, Terry. Um, It says that um, the Word of God is like good news from a far country. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so we want to share with you. Which is a missionary scripture. It is. It's so wonderful. (laughs) Such a wonderful mission. Missionary scripture. Good news from a The far good country. news. And that's what gospel means. The the Christian sure. gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, literally in, in translation from even Hebrew and the Greek, is good news. And that's what we want to bring to you today. Good news. Be full of the good news. Don't anybody talk you out of your belief in the good news. Don't anybody discourage you or harass you or uh, people try to try to just do everything they can. Sometimes they're even jealous that you have the good news and all they feel and hear and want to talk about is the bad news. So you could be an intimidation uh, to other people. You could be a harassment to them just by showing up with a smile on your face, knowing that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life forever. Thank God. That is good news. That is good news. Isn't that wonderful? Jesus said, don't even get excited that the devil's subject to you in my name. Just get excited that your name's written in heaven. In the Lamb's Book of Life. (coughs) Chapter 10. Yes, Terry and I have talked about that uh, often, just talking about the fact that uh, that we can rejoice in the joy of our salvation mm-hmm. in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And um, I, one day we'll see that book. One day we'll be able to peruse through the pages of that book and see all the names that are in there and meet all the faces. Oh, yeah. And it's just an amazing thing to me, all the things that God has planned for us, all the good things, for, because the Bible says the Lord is good. <laughs> Maybe we can get books in heaven like our, our high school yearbooks. You know, we can, get, yes. we can get everybody to sign it and get Abraham to sign it and <laughs> Isaac to sign it. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that just be something? I've, I've told you this in the last couple of the weeks, I remember. Of faith. Heroes of faith. Uh, my goodness gracious, what a day that will be. I've told you this in the last couple of weeks. I said, if the if Jesus, you know, and the Bible and all the writers of the New Testament, the book of Revelation says that um, in the ages to come, God's going to show unto us the exceeding riches of his grace. And then John concludes his gospel by saying that if all the, if they could record everything that Jesus did in his three and a half minute ministry, three and a half year ministry, the world would not be able to contain the Isn't books. That amazing? I, I just look at those two statements and I That's think that is, that is mind boggling and it's shocking uh, the information that we will gain after we leave this earth. Mm-hmm. And so it's important. Yeah, I've always said you get smarter when you get to heaven. Yeah. You know, I just think that that's absolutely going to be the, the thing that's going to happen for sure. And that Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, be able to go do a, a, a whole new architectural design on your behalf. Sure. And he said, I have not seen, near, neither has it entered into the hearts of men, mankind, what God has prepared for them. Then if that's all true, and we know it is, your Bible... That, and that was true when Isaiah said it. Yeah, that was true when Isaiah said it, for now, sure. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul quoted that same scripture. And then he said, but God. 
but God. In the Old Testament, I had not seen, ear had not heard, neither did in the heart of man the things that God prepared for those that love him. He says, but God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. By his Spirit. the Spirit knows all things. Isn't that something? And we carry that same Spirit Absolutely. on the inside Absolutely. of that. If all that is true, and we know it is, then your Bible might just be more like <laughs> the travel pamphlet you used to get from a mm, travel agency. That, that This is just to <clears throat> whet your appetite. This is to give you enough to be a success on the planet. This is enough to get you by, to save your life, to, to fill your bank account, to keep your body healthy, to raise your children, to be successful in business. This is what you need for now. But in the ages to come, isn't it amazing? In the ages to come, he's going to show unto us. But Renee, my we goodness, used to know Terry. that. But I tell you, I'm concerned. You know, America doesn't seem to know that anymore. That's why parents, we have to tell parents them. don't seem to know that again anymore. And again. Kids don't know that anymore. That right. You know, they look to Hollywood. They look to Washington. They look to the, to the television. They look to the news and gain their low, low. <laughs> Low class, low information uh, <laughs> knowledge from low that. Thinking. When we've got high class information from the and word the devil of God, fights that, that, God Terry. says you're not just mere men. You don't have to live like everybody else. No, you else. don't. No, you don't. You don't have to have to be subject to the beggarly elements of this world. You know, years ago, and of course you were involved in part of this because you're in Dean's church. But uh, uh, God gave me a message called you can live stable yes in unstable times absolutely awesome. you can live stable true. in unstable times <laughs> that's in right. other words you can you can keep your head when everyone around you is losing theirs thank the you, lord you can raise thank stable god. teenagers when yes. everybody else is raising the kids are i mean their parents scared out of their minds right now in chicago and some of the big yes. cities because their kids are being jumped into gangs Yes, uh, and, and then and then the in, 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 you know in Chicago there's so many shootings every week because and part of that's gang initiation because to be jumped in a gang you actually have to go kill somebody to prove that you're that's worthy of getting in the getting in the game. What is and uh, our kids need to know that there's a power greater than guns, oh, power so greater superior. than bullets, power greater than than gangs. I mean, yes. I've been shot at a number of times. Yes. It doesn't work. You know, and God has rescued me supernaturally because He lets you live in a higher plane. Yes, and we're greater, not just higher, mere better. men. Anyway, I was um, I was sitting in a church um, about to go out to preach, and uh, I had a message, I had my sermon ready to go. Right, and uh, I was sitting at the pastor's desk, and all of a sudden, the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, "Write this down." And so I grabbed a piece of paper and a pencil. And uh, he gave me five steps, five things. I'm not really big on steps. You know right. me. It's for <laughs> not, don't even preach much with notes, hardly at all. Right. Uh, but, but God said, write this down. So I wrote down these five things that God gave me. And they were just simple. Right. They weren't profound. They were simple. And uh, so I wrote them down. And uh, then I was getting ready to go out and preach. And the Lord said, go out there and teach that. And I stopped and I looked at those five things and I said, I just love the Holy Ghost. I said, I'm not going to do it. And the Lord said, you are going to do yes, it. Go yes, out there and yes. preach those five things. And right. I said, I said, Lord, those are so simple. I'd be embarrassed to preach that. He said, you go preach. 
It's and amazing. I said, what I said the people laugh me out of the house if I go out there and preach this. It's so elementary and so ABCs and it so works. easy and so simple. It, <laughs> they'd laugh me out of the place. The Lord said, "You go out there and preach." What that. a challenge! How fun! He said, "This." Yeah. He said, "These five steps have happened to you, me, Terry Miles, right. in everything you've ever done." He said, "It's happened to every other person mm-hmm. on the planet." And everything they've ever done, it happened to Jesus in his life on earth and everything he did. It happened to Paul. It happened to Peter. It happened to Abraham. It happened to Isaac. He said, this this is what has happened and always will happen, always has happened and always will happen to every person that's breathing on the planet. And you go out and preach it. And so I went out and preached it. Thank and, God uh, you were obedient. And That's the people wonderful. just thought it was the greatest thing since cornflakes. Man, they just <laughs> were just astonished. And I the thought, word yeah, of I the thought, hour. I thought, you got to be kidding me, man. I was embarrassed <laughs> to preach it. But, but, but he said this. He said That's five wonderful, things. Terry. He said, uh, he said um, God speaks. Yes. Or God you acts. Listen. Number one, God acts. In other words, God's going to say something to you. Exactly. Either you're going to hear the preacher preach something. Or you're going to get a dream or a revelation, or you're going to be reading your Bible and something pops out at you. Absolutely. One way or another, somehow God's going to speak, speak to you. To you. It, you may be, it may be as simple as I want you to fast tomorrow, or I want you to pay tithes, or I want you to go pray for a sister so and so, or whatever. It could be it could be a big thing yeah. or a little tiny thing. It doesn't yeah. matter. God's going to act. He's going to say something. Call to obedience. On and then level. number two, he said, you respond. Yes. And, of course, the correct response is, yes, I will. Yes, I will. Now, the answer now, is always now yes. Now, Jonah said, no, I will not. <laughs> and there were some people in the Bible that said, no, said, I will no, not. No, I will not. What <laughs> and, and that didn't work well for them. No, it did not. But the proper response is, yes, I will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm a soldier under command. Yes, sir. I'm obedient to you. Yes, sir. You act. I respond. Yes, sir. And the third thing he said is that uh, uh, the devil reacts. Boy, is that the truth? Now, see, Christians should never... Try to talk you out of it, challenge you, hinder you. Christians should never, ever, ever react. Christians should respond. That's right. The devil reacts. Right. Whenever something happens, the devil reacts. Uh, Jesus got in the boat and told the boys to get in the boat, and and, and they started across the sea, and Jesus went in the back part and went to sleep, and everything was fine, and the devil reacted and tried to sink them. That's right. Right? All through your life and all through, I mean, I mean, God says, I want you to fast tomorrow. And you say, you respond, yes, sir, I will. Number three, somebody calls you and invites you out to dinner. Now, that doesn't mean they're the devil. It just means <laughs> that there's going to be an attack That's right. on what God told you to do. That's right. That's right. There's going to be some reaction. When you God says, pay your tithes, you say, yes, sir, I will. And all of a sudden, you lose your job. Yeah. Or all of a sudden... Some you know the water heater blows real up. And you got to have extra real money, life. and something will happen. Right. And I'm not saying that to give the license to the devil to do it. I'm saying that's already in the system. He will do it. That's right. It's just the way it is. Whenever God tells you to do something, and you say, "I will." Here comes hell to stop you and and and, and stop it. I want to say something just about that very thing okay. because you and I know that the tendency to be afraid about 
the attack on your life, whether it's lose your job mm -hmm. or you get ill mm -hmm. or you COVID-19 have something happen to, fear, or to fear, a child, fear, fear, fear. the refrigerator breakdown, mm -hmm. the unknown of not knowing how much that's going to cost, mm -hmm. the unknown of all of those things. And so, you, you know, we're only afraid of the unknown. Well, and that's true. And that really is a tool the enemy plays to use to play on human nature. But I want to give a commercial right now for emotional maturity <laughs> and the bible will help you overcome your freak out zone the bible will help you overcome those areas of where you're just frantic and frustrated or fearful about well lord i can't do that well what are we going to do now well and even you know it, it it depends on personalities on how many how you act out fear but i want to encourage you to get into the, the one of the greatest reasons we get into the word of god terry is to help manage us sure. is to help manage our emotions help manage our thought life help manage our vocabulary and what comes out of our mouth some people are just trying to overcome not cursing every 5 sure, seconds you sure, know sure. and it's all of that emotional things that come out of you that either are, are, are you just you just let something fly out of your mouth or you just all of a sudden hold it and you're almost catatonic and dealing with something whatever the ditch that the enemy wants to get you in uh, with your thought life psychologically or emotional outbursts or something that that causes you to just be so fearful or frustrated about something grow up that's what this Bible is for. And if you'll get over into Psalms and Proverbs and the New Testament especially, you will find out how to manage yourself so that you don't give place, like Jesus said, don't give place to the devil and don't allow him to come in there and frustrate you. So you'll, you'll know what to do, what Terry's telling you right now. Uh, don't react, but respond you with the Word respond. of God. So number one, God acts or God speaks. Number two, you respond. You say, yes, sir. Or you could say, no, sir. That I don't recommend that, but you could say, yes, sir. I'll, I'll do that. And then here comes hell. Here comes the devil. That's right. And he reacts. Be ready. Be so prepared ahead of time. So number four, number four is the same thing <laughs> as number two. Yes. You respond. That's right. No, this time you respond to the devil. See, when Goliath cursed David by his demon gods in 1 Samuel 17, right. he said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to, you're just a boy and I'm up near right. and I'm going to eat you. And, and David, you can't stop the devil from doing that. The That's devil right. reacted. When David came out there, the That's devil right. reacted. Yes. And, uh, Good and, example. and so he began to tell David all this. And you can't stop him from cursing no, you. No, that's right, Terry. He, and he cursed David, the Bible says, by his demon by gods. By his demon gods. But then there's a point in all of his ranting, verse 45 says, and then said David See, it's what you say. to the Philistine. <laughs> there always needs to be, then yeah. says me. Right, right, you have to right. respond to God. Right. Then you have to respond to, respond to, the to devil. hell. Hell. And uh, I, I'll go ahead and say this. If you don't handle number four right, right. there won't be a number five. You're right about that. If you don't handle number there, four right, there. <laughs> there won't be a number five. That's right. So Norman. God acts. You respond. Hell reacts. Yes. You respond. Yes. Until the devil to shut up and get out of here. Then says me. Then says David. <laughs> then you declare out of your mouth what the word of God says. That's right. And then number five, God counteracts and you win. 
I, I and really that's want exactly you, how I, it's I, always happened on planet Earth. It's exactly how it will always happen on planet Earth. In fact, as I've just now said that, many of you are in your head, in your mind, you're thinking, oh, my Lord, I know now why I missed it. I know now exactly. why I had victory. I the know what, now on. why I had failure. <laughs> the lights in come In fact, on. over all these many years I've preached this, Renee, I literally will be after service, you know, after preaching uh, and services dismissed. Mm-hmm. People will come to me and they'll start telling me some story. Right. You know, they want me to pray for them or whatever. And in my head, as they're telling me the story, right. I don't say it out loud, but in my head, as they're telling me the story, I'm saying, well, that's number one. God told them to do something. And then they they go on with the story. And I say, well, there's number two. They responded. And then they go out and I say, well, there's number three. The devil the devil reacted. And and I can literally watch that in the lives of people. No, that's it, It's it. happened in the that's lives it. of every person that's ever graced the planet. And it, it's always going to happen to the day you die. So God acts. You respond. Satan reacts, you, you respond, respond, God counteracts, and you win. If you'll respond <laughs> correctly, God will blow in there oh, and deliver you and do the miracle. And you know, and the iron did swim. Yes, that's and, such good news. And, and they went over on dry ground, and they, and they, <laughs> and they sailed the rest of the way to the other side. You know? Oh, wow. But uh, anyway, I was, uh, so I preached that. Yeah. And just didn't want to, was embarrassed, but God made yeah. me, and I did, and people just thought it was wonderful. Take him up and said, change their life. And people come to me all the time and ask the brother Terry, that message changed my life. But then one day I was in Corpus Christi yes, at, at your church, church wow. with you and Dean. Faith Heritage Church, Corpus Christi, Pastor Dean Garner. <laughs> and Dean was preaching. I wasn't yes. even preaching. I was just on the front row, right. you know, enjoying the, the church. Right. And Dean was preaching. And he, he came out of the platform and, and came down on the floor with all of us. And and you're sitting there and Jackie's sitting there and I'm sitting there and Dean's preaching. Yeah. House full of people. And uh, as he is preaching... I'm just listening to him. I'm my own business, listening to the pastor. Right. And all of a sudden, God gave me a vision. It's what we call an open vision. That's what I was going to say. It's an open it, vision. It, I wasn't yeah. in a trance. No. I wasn't oblivious to anything else that was going on. Sometimes you are. Sometimes you're just gone. And God shows you a vision or right. takes you to another spot. But this, but there's open vision. So I, I, I knew what was going on. I could still see Dean in front of me. I still knew Jackie was next to me. I still, I, you know, I knew where I was and what I was doing. And I could hear him talking, but I saw in the spirit something. It's an open vision. Right. And what I saw was so profound because out of the back wall from behind Dean came a, remember in the old black and white movies decades ago? Yes. It it was quite common where they'd have a, they'd they'd have a little bitty tiny newspaper come out of somewhere and it'd be spinning like this and it'd just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. bigger. Finally, it'd stop right in front of you. Right. You can see what it says. Yes. That was very common back in those days uh, for that to happen in movies. That literally happened while Dean was preaching to me. Wow. And all of a sudden I'm listening to Dean and I see out of the back wall, little bitty newspaper comes and it spins, 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 spins. And he gets right up and stops right in front of me. You know, and I'm still no Dean's there, but I'm seeing in the spirit. Wow. And when it stopped... It just had one picture, and it was a picture of a man that I just immediately knew was Joe Christian, Joe Charismatic, just yeah, just right. the average, normal, anybody Christian. Right. And uh, it had question marks all around, and his brow was furrowed, and he had sweat beads down his face, and he, he was like this. He was just totally confused, totally upset, right. totally scared. And uh, all of a sudden, headlines started slashing across that newspaper, and they weren't nice horizontal headlines like this. They were they would slash across the, the paper, and one of them said cancer, poverty, wow. AIDS, HIV, uh, recession, uh, inflation, 
nuclear war, uh, divorce. I mean, it just kept on and kept on. I'm just starting to lock it. And this guy, every time one of those headlines would come, this guy in the paper, he'd, he'd flinch like that, just flinch. Wow. And, and I instinctively knew that this is everybody Christian, Joe right. Christian, just a right. normal Christian, getting hit with stuff every day. Every day, something's telling you you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Today, you're not going to make it. Right. You know, here we are. To, here we are today. We got COVID nineteen in the world, <laughs> and people are scared. They're not going to make it. And now there's the stuff going on in Afghanistan. Horrible, horrible debacle by our government, and, and people getting left behind, and crazy things going on. And people saying they're not going to make it. You know, not going to make it. They're yeah. just always. You're always being told by Hollywood, by Washington, by CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox. MSNBC, you're always being told, you're not going to make it this time, which right. is exactly what Goliath said. You're not going to make it this time. Right. Which is exactly what every one of those enemies in the Bible said every time. Right. This time, you're not going to That's what and the devil always said. Last time you got out of it, but this time I'll kill you. And who will deliver you That's out right. of my hands? Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> said to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and what God what can God? deliver you out of my hand? Well. And they said, our God. We got one. So there's always that that. You're not going to make it. No, that's You're true. You're not going to make that's it. That's And really I knew true. this guy was just, the voice just like this, just every day, just he, not going to make it, not going to make it, not going to make it, not going to make it. And uh, and I'm just watching this. I'm just sitting there watching, looking at this newspaper, and this guy just being beat up on, and it just kept My going goodness. on with all these disasters and hurricanes yeah. and earthquakes. I mean, it just went on and on and kept yeah. on going. And finally, finally, it stopped, and a nice straight headline came across the top. And it said, it said, how to live stable in unstable times. Just like that. And then the Lord spoke to me. I thought it was out loud, but it wasn't. Nobody heard it but me. And three times he said the same thing. He said, teach my people that, teach my people that, teach my people that. And I said, yes, sir. So I've been teaching ever since. How to live stable in unstable times. The Christian can live stable. That's right. In unstable times, a Christian can be healthy in pandemics and diseases. Yes. The, the Christian can be safe in wars and rumors of wars. The Christians can eat in famine. We've got scripture for it, Old Testament and New. God right. fed people, uh, fed them with a raven, fed them <laughs> supernaturally, right. gave them manna and quail to eat. Quail on toast is pretty expensive these days, you know. Right. God's always fed people in a famine. Uh, God saved people in droughts. God saved people in fires. I mean, the Word of God is absolutely more powerful than and has power over and is superior to any and every natural or supernatural disaster that hell throws at you. And we have to understand how the Christian can live stable in unstable times. Of course, I've got a tape series on that. People could call the office or contact us with terrymiles.com or whatever and and get the, get the, the CD series. And and I want to do a book about it as, as well. You've got to. It's just a powerful, because powerful it, thing. But yeah. it's always going to happen that same way. It's going to be God acts, you respond. Satan reacts, you respond. God counteracts, you win. I think that's that's exactly the formula. Look at I Jonah. Totally he was absolutely helpless and hopeless. <laughs> yeah. You're no, going right. to die, boy. You at the bottom of the ocean, the right. belly of the whale with seaweed right. around your head. There's no way out of this. And all well, of a sudden, Jonah every story said, in the Bible. Because God, God said, go to Nineveh and preach. He's, and he responded, said, nope, I'm not going to do it. So now he's really in trouble. 
Now the storm comes, they throw him in the water, the, the fish swallows him, yeah. <laughs> he's at the bottom of the ocean, the belly of the whale, seaweed around his head, yeah. and all of a sudden he has a change of heart. And he said, I'm going to Nineveh to preach. And he said, he said those that, they that, that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. In other words, this is not my end. This is not going to be the end to Jonah. They're not going to say Jonah died in the well. Right. I'm going to Nineveh and preach. He said, I'll pay that that I have vowed. What did he vow? Bible doesn't say what he vowed, but we all know what he vowed. He vowed the same thing every preacher in the world's ever vowed. I'll go where you want me to yeah. go and say what you right, want me to right, say and preach right. where you want me to preach. Right. And so he said, he said, salvation is of the Lord. What a great well, When he grace. made that response, yes. then God said to that fish, take him to the top of the water and take him to the right shore and vomit him out. And I've had people say, Brother Terry, I wouldn't want to be vomited. I said, it's better than being digested. And that prophet hit the ground running to Nineveh right. and preached to deliver right. that Great, huge city of 120,000 people. That's just so marvelous. Every story in the Bible, you know, when you tell that, uh, I've heard you tell that, you know, numerous times, but but it still is such a tremendous um awareness that you get in your heart when you hear you talk about that, mm -hmm. that you know that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Holy Ghost knows that's exactly Absolutely. right. And I just want to say real quickly here, when you talk about that fourth, number four, responding mm -hmm. to the to, devil, to the devil, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong. I've responded. Says David. I've responded to the devil as a you know female person in a home trying to raise kids trying to pay the bills trying to take care of everything and sometimes the frustration has just i've had i've had to respond with the word of god out of my mouth with tears well, of course <laughs> i've had to of respond course. saying with nearly my teeth gritted i don't care what it looks like i don't care what i feel then about this me. but i'm saying yeah. in jesus name yeah. this is going to be the yeah. outcome and, and not the that and not the, not the bad stuff i'm not going to fail at this. I'm you know, going to make this happen. Renee, three things real quick. We're about out of time, but three things real quick. Oral Roberts said to me many decades ago, we used to spend a lot of time together, Oral and I, and uh, he said to me one day, he said, Terry, he said, there's three keys to living for God. He said, number one, know the will of God. Boy, that's powerful. That know is. the will of God. Right here. Whenever you're going to, whenever you need to do something or, or something, right. do you find out what God's will is. Right. And he Pray said, number two, figure out how to do it. Yeah. He said, number two, don't confer with flesh and blood. That's right. And he said, and number three, son, get your job done at all costs. That's right. And really, I've lived that way. You know me. I've lived right. that way for all these many years. I tell you, once I know what God wants me to do, I don't confer with flesh and blood about it, and right. I get my job done at all costs. The second thing I wanted to say is that faith begins right. where the will of God's known. Right. You're not going to have any faith if you don't know what God's will is. But once you know what God said about something, what God's will That's is, true. all of a sudden faith comes. So That's faith, right. faith begins where the will of God is known. Well, and the third are... thing I was going to say, and we're about out of time, is is that if you don't speak it. You won't do it. No, that's right. You and have to if, say and, it. And if you don't think it, you won't say it. Well, so you've got to think the Word of God, talk the Word of God, and do the Word of God. And we are here to nag you, like Peter said, till you do it. And we are praying for you, believing God with you. Thank you to all of our partners. We are so grateful, and we say over you today that you are more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye.